This is the Rich Eisen Show. Boom! I don't have bitterness towards the organization, Jordan, or anything. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. If there is a guy that actually has the power or leverage to say, hey, you know what? Good luck. It, it's Aaron. Well, I have to tell you, Ryan, the news of quarterback refusing to restructure his contract is... Man by star. Earlier on the show, NFL Network analyst Daniel Jeremiah, NFL Network insider Ian Rappaport. Coming up, 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan. And now, it's Rich Eisen. All right, everybody. Hour number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. We're back here in Los Angeles, California after the NFL draft. Yeah. Okay. Kyle Shanahan of the San Francisco 49ers calling in in 20 minutes' time. <laughs> I cannot wait to talk with him. One of the sharpest minds in our business. And uh, the the guy who, along with Lynch and Jed York, who's going to be on tomorrow's show, uh, the owner of the Niners, said, let's choose Trey Lance, who, uh, on, on his behalf, on behalf of 49ers fans, I'm so th- happy for them. What a choice. I think they nailed that choice. They nailed that choice, and I think he was the better choice out of out of everybody that was out there in terms of upside. And that's not that's not anything against Justin Fields. I I know that that sounds like it is, but I don't know. I just think that Trey Lance has got a huge upside in the National Football League, and in the hands of Kyle Shanahan, he's in great shape. Chris Brockman, we already hey, addressed buddy. the Mac Jones in uh, hour number What's one. You said he's like a minivan when you wanted a you wanted a sports car. Yeah, just something a little flash. Well, here's a sports car. The sports car was free agency. All right, how'd and you enjoy then, that spin around the block right. in free agency? I after did 20 really years? enjoy that. It was like right. top down cruising the beach. That was A1A, your joy ride. Like I'm good. That was your joy ride. That was your <laughs> yeah, meta yeah. world piece racing in uh, Indy car uh, through, through Westwood. All right. Okay. I feel you on that. Right. I feel you on that. Uh, TJ Jefferson, good to see you. You want a defense. That's all the Dallas Cowboys gave you first uh, couple rounds. Well, I told you, Rich, I didn't want to get too involved with my dealings. But, you know, we, we had some talks, and I, I said, look, guys, defense, that's the way we need to go. And they listened to me. Well, you know, I, so I'm, I'm, happy not, about I'm not on Twitter during the first round because I stay off it. I'm, you know, I, I don't want to have anything spoiled, you know, and plus, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, but I do look down at my phone to see some text if there's some people trying to reach me yeah. and some information to glean. You were very upset based on when I started scrolling up on the Rich Eisen Show text exchange when the Cowboys traded out a 10 with the Eagles. Like, you were, you were, you were, you were not happy about that. I That's an odd I, trade partner. Yeah, I don't like dealing with the Eagles right? at all. Well, plus I was mad at Carolina to start with. They, they, they set me in a bad mood. Because they took J.C. Horn and then Sertan went and then corner, Sertan, corner, and, and then, right there for you. But then I realized, look, this is going to go our way, and we made them move down. Wow, Micah way. Parsons is the man. We love chatting with him. We love chatting with him. Linebacker, corner, tackle, end, corner, linebacker. That's it, man. Those are your first six. We got Chauncey Golson with the Eagles pick, I believe. So I'm going to be really watching his career. And hoping you should because he blows up just because we exactly. got the pick You could have taken Parsons right there. Yeah. And the Eagles wanted to move in front of the Giants before they could take Devontae Smith. And the fact that the Cowboys said yes to the Eagles is the reason why maybe if the Giants wanted Devontae Smith, they're like, we'll, we'll trade out and get a one and a four from the Bears so they could trade up and take Justin Fields. I mean, that's the domino that tumbled. Mm, yeah. The fact that the Eagles are like, we want the pick, Jerry. Okay, no problem. We'll take a three from you. We still want Micah Parsons. You go ahead. We have no, no problem. That it kind of screws the Giants. We know it helps you, but it screws the Giants. Go ahead. Yeah. We'll take 84th overall. We still want Micah Parsons. Got they could have run the risk that the Giants could have taken him. That's for sure. But then Bears trade up for Justin Fields. 
By the way, the uh, Giants get a one, three, and a four in next year's draft to trade down, and they got they got the guys they wanted too. And, and yeah. we talked all week about Gettleman never trading down, and it was a genius move. I thought it worked out. Well, it seems like who the hell? It knows, seems right? like yeah. I mean, the Bears seemed like they gave up a lot, but yeah, we'll see. Bears fans are ecstatic, ecstatic right? Now. I know ecstatic. because they feel like that, that because and, and the the reason why Bears fans are ecstatic right now is because this is what we hit when 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 Andy Dalton was announced as the new quarterback in town, and then whoever, whatever millennial um, <laughs> runs their Twitter account, tweets out Dal- a photograph of Dalton in a Bears uniform, says QB1 on it. Well, at the moment, and, that was true, Rich. And by the way, but you, don't, no, the you don't say that sort of stuff. And, and, and I made a choice. Like, it's one of those choices that you make when you're sitting in a host chair and there's a million things going on. I'm like, do I actually, after the Justin Fields choice, mention that maybe just somebody take a look at the Twitter feed I, I can't get on Twitter. I don't get on Twitter. Kind of, it's kind of a passive way for me to remind everybody at home, but remind everybody at home that I'm not on Twitter, just in case they really think that. It's a passive way for me to inform <laughs> that. And also, you know, talk about what's on the screen right now on our Peacock feed. It's that QB1 tweet on March 24th. <laughs> and But that means there might be some 22, 23, 24-year-old who I'm calling out on the draft. (laughs) Do I do that? Do I take that shot? Do I make that shot? That's what's in my head. And the answer is yes, I took that shot. I did. And the reason why the Bears fans are thrilled about Justin Fields is two. Two reasons. One, that when the Trubisky era that we all saw coming to an end, when they all couldn't wait for it to end, and it finally ends, the, 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 the pot of gold at the end of that rainbow was not in the mind's eye of Bears fans in the form of Andy Dalton. In and and in Nick Foles competition, that's not what they had in mind. That's why when they when they, when they heard that Russell Wilson might be in the ether, yeah, let's absolutely take that YOLO shot at Russell Wilson. That falls flat. No, here's QB one, Andy Dalton. Everybody like, oh, really? So that's one of the reasons why they're excited about Justin Fields. The other is you covet what you see, and that's right in the middle of Big Ten country. And I'm sure everybody saw every down of Justin Fields' career once he hit the Ohio State University. So they saw what he could do. They saw what he could do on the national stage against Clemson this year. They saw what he could do. And what he could do, what he could do is not what Andy Dalton was going to do this year. So let's go to work. And it's aggressive. And it's a smart move by Ryan Pace. Because if, if you're sitting here and saying, okay, if you're sitting here and knowing that you're on a hot seat with your fan base, and kudos to the owners to basically say, you still have a job and go do what you want to do. Not many people usually get a chance to choose a quarterback in the top two of a draft, have that not work out, and then have an opportunity to move up again in the first round of a draft and choose another quarterback and also hire another coach in the same process. You don't get to do that. Mm-hmm. Ryan Pace has gotten to do that. And now what that does, it starts the clock again. I got to see what goes on with Justin Fields. See what happens. You're not going to fire the coach. Starts the clock for both of them. It works out for everybody. So it's a win-win-win for a general manager, coach, a quarterback, and then maybe for organization because the kid's really talented. Can't wait to see it. Him versus Jordan Love twice a year is going to be amazing. <laughs> what is this thing on? We I, talk about, though, we talk about the bust. Half these quarterbacks will be bust, so which of the five are most likely? No idea. Which two? Oh, I don't want to go in that direction because that Because there means, will be two of them. No, I don't want to go in that direction because it means it could be the one for the Jets. <laughs> Let's get into it. Can he vote? 
Let's get into it. I mean, exactly. <laughs> he's so he young. can vote. He's so baby. He can vote. <laughs> he can vote. In Redondo <laughs> Union High School. <laughs> okay. So the Jets either drafted the next Broadway Joe. Okay. They either drafted the savior of New York football. They either got the guy who we've been waiting for for 50 years, or I will say it, they drafted Stifler and his mom. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. Yep. I said it. I got to tell you. That's pretty smart. I cannot be more excited for Zach Wilson because I have no other choice. I told you that. I told you that going in because we've been through it before. My God, have we been through it before with the Jets? But the kid appears to have an insane amount of talent. The kid appears to have a great smile and a great electricity that I think New York fans will latch on to. And what the kid appears to have is a front office with an idea and a coach who's committing to that idea all on the same page. I know a bunch of Jet fans, although I saw on my Twitter feed because I said it on on the first night of the draft and I started scrolling through it when I got back to the hotel room. I know a bunch of Jet fans who are like, man, uh, uh, you know, Travis Etienne or Najee Harris would have been great 23rd overall. But what the Jets did is they flipped the 23rd overall pick into the 14th overall pick. They took two of their threes and they flipped up. Basically, what they did is the one and the three, they got four Jamal Adams this year. They took those and their own three, and they flipped up to take a guard, Elijah Vera Tucker, out of USC, 14th overall. And what I'm told is this kid is supremely talented. You heard it from Daniel Jeremiah, best guard in the draft. You take this kid and give him the spot next to Becton and run left. Run left. <laughs> Left, run left like the Seahawks did behind Walter Jones and Steve Hutchinson. I know they're two Hall of Famers. I know Becton's a second-year player and Vera Tucker. Welcome to New York. Run left. You're getting Sean Alexander too. And or? I thought <laughs> Michael Carter could be that. Why not? Well, really, uh, you know, when it's all said and done, you run behind two big hosses. That would be good. Maybe Michael Tucker can be that. Maybe, you know, P. Ryan, who's already on the staff, can do that. You never know. Frank Gore coming back. Run left. Run left. Protect the kid. He's the jewel. He's got it all. The smile, the arm. He's American pie, as we know. (laughs) And so put it all together. And they got Elijah Moore. At hey, good pick, there, wide man. receiver. That was nice. Okay, did you see the video of AJ Brown crying for his college teammate getting that shot? Corey Davis, awesome. Elijah Moore. Let's go to work. Let's go to work. It's they got a plan, which is better than what Darnold had. Coach isn't going anywhere. GM's not going anywhere. In these guys, we trust. Have no choice. But those are my two cents on that. And it just feels. It just feels different. It feels. Different. You're you're investing all of this money on a safety who I loved. He was terrific. 
You can invest all that money on a safety. You know, you got that linebacker that's hardly ever played a down. C.J. Mosley invested all that money in a linebacker and a and a safety, and you restart the clock with your quarterback, and you're going to start reinvesting it on a line. Protect him. Go hunt the other one. And, and let the coach do his business. It feels different. So you're it just happy. does. No, it feels the same because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, it feels the same because once again I'm all in. Uh-huh. But it feels different also. So if Zach Wilson is Stifler, does that make James Morgan Finch? Is that... <laughs> I don't know. I'm done. I'm done, I'm done extrapolating because to use another phrase from that thing you do, it would be ungentlemanly of me to continue on on this front. Wow. I already went there. Wow. Wow. New Zach City. New Zach City. Yeah. Uh, the, the other headline was the playbook of Mormon. This is very Come funny. on. Brockman and I were so mad that the three of four of us collectively did not come up with New Zach yeah, City. New Zach City New was Zach right City. there. Well, it was yeah. right we in got, front we of got us. Zach's Fifth Avenue, Goldman Zach's. Yeah. But yeah, New Zach City. Good. Here we go. <laughs> come on, Jets. Send him to me. I must chat with this young man. See what's under the hood. Yeah, we need a bond to, Wreck the to buffet. grow here, right? We need a friendship. Is the man... Let's go. <laughs> I'm going to see you and Zach become buddies, man. I really hope. I'm not going to get into the buffet. I want to hope there's Twitter <laughs> yeah, following. Here we go. He, he, needs, his, he needs, needs his mom he to sign a permission slip. Yeah, <laughs> he's young, man. I mean, he, he looks young. He's young, but it looks like he's got the right yeah. protection. They've literally protected him. <laughs> yeah. Becton is 19,000 feet tall. Yeah. And... And 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 that far wide as well, and they got the guard to put them together. And you, sure, you traded your one and two threes, but you got the one and the three from Jamal Adams. It's just your own three essentially, and Jamal Adams is not on your team anymore. But you're redistributing the wealth that the previous administration was doing. It's the line. Protect this man. He is the crown jewel. <laughs> is he day one starter, Rich? Look at him. He literally looks like I went to camp with him. I mean, if he was Mormon instead of Jewish. He's you know still I mean? in like, camp. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he looks My so My God. Is that a Camp Wakanda but, tag on the back of his jersey there? Yeah. Trails and camp. <laughs> 20 years from now. a little more now, highfalutin at Trails and then Wakanda. Rich, 20 years now, eight Super Bowls. He still looks like that. He can beat a mini Brady. Second oh, break. Let's get be on time for Kyle Shanahan. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. Tell a couple stories from my time on Run Rich Run with the eight NFL legends and more before we go out the door. But coming up, Kyle Shanahan. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least... The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop 
from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code EISEN. That's I B O T T A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O O O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Before you leave, I'd like to play a game that we've created here called Start, Bench, Cut, similar to that, you know, blank, marry, kill game that we always used to play as kids. Okay. <laughs> Did we, as kids, play that? Well, or, or as collegiate, or, like last or, or adults, or yeah. last, week. Yeah, okay. last week. We call it Start, Bench, Cut, so you can have to start somebody, bench somebody, and cut somebody, and we will have a Game of Thrones theme to it. Yes. Okay. All right. What's the first one, Chris Brockman? What do you uh, for The first one is your favorite Game of Thrones character. Uh, okay, hold on. Just so give him the three. Khaleesi, Jon Snow, Jorah Mormont. Mm, you, start, have to bench, st- cut. you have to start, start bench, one, cut. bench one, and cut. I'm starting Khaleesi, Mother of Dragons, Breaker of Chains. Um, mm-hmm. I am uh, mm. benching Jorah, and I'm cutting John. Cutting John? Oh, wow. You can't have any rivalry. John, he's trying to, you know, he's <laughs> he's but he's trying to get in there. Oh, my God. We got to cut, we gotta cut wow. John. Okay. Didn't see that coming. Okay. It's cutthroat, because we also knew one of the many times we have conversations, you, you're a big Jorah fan. I right? am. I am, and now that he's got the, the he's back. ratio out, you know, yeah, he's, he's back. Okay. So that John Snow's out. And John's out, he could be in. Okay. Not related. But yeah, I know he's <laughs> <by the> way, <laughs> he's I don't think that matters. <laughs> yes, Game of Thrones. It All right, we'll get, give him another one right there. Okay, the nastiest MFer on Game of Thrones. You have to start one, you have to bench one and cut one. Ramsey Bolton, Walder Frey, Joffrey. If it's nastiest, I mean, you got to start Ramsey. He's the worst. I mean, he is yeah. the okay. woke, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He's the worst of all time. Worst of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to bench Joffrey because he's close. Mm-hmm. You know, he the stuff that he did. I mean, Sansa's put up with all this crap from the men in her life. She needs exactly. to pick better men. Exactly. Right? And so I'm going to bench Walter Frey. He's up there, but his death was... Okay. Uh, was exciting. So you cut him. He's out. He's out. Okay. Well, which he actually was, in fact, cut. Right. Literally from all that. Okay. And then we'll just do one more uh, favorite movie. Okay. The three choices are Shawshank Redemption, The Fugitive, You've Got Mail, (laughs) Start Bench Cut, Aaron I'm starting The Fugitive. I mean, Tommy Lee and and, uh, Harrison Ford, fantastic. The best, right? I'm going to bench Shawshank. Phenomenal movie as Mm -hmm. well. 
And I'm cutting. You've got mail. <laughs> he loves you've got mail. You've got mail. It's not even the best Tom Hanks Meg Ryan movie. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, but it's exactly. modern times. Online yeah, and all that stuff. Sleepless in Seattle. That was like a phone call on a radio show. No yeah, one. But you've those. got dial-up. You've got dial-up email. Yeah, Come on now. Yeah. You guys are. You guys are wrong. <laughs> youtube.com slash rich eisen show for the entire archive of our program at rich eisen show on twitter facebook instagram and of course we're here on peacock every single day 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the program 844-204-RICH is the number to dial right here on the rich eisen show daniel jeremiah was on the program um, in the first hour, Ian Rappaport uh, here in hour number two. There's just been news absolutely everywhere breaking, uh, certainly over the weekend and, um, and certainly because of the NFL draft. And uh, this, uh, this next guest right here on the Rich Eisen Show was a newsmaker, to say the least, because he and John Lynch and friend of the program, Jed York, got together and decided to trade up to the third overall pick in the draft. And then that was the biggest mystery going into the draft solved on Thursday night with the selection of Trey Lance. Kyle Shanahan here on the Rich Eisen Show, head coach of the 49ers. How are you, coach? Doing good, Rich. How you doing, man? I'm better for talking to you. Man, uh, you were, you were, your, your press conferences were must-see television. Are you aware of that over the last several weeks? Um, I have been made aware of that. I don't know if that's my total goal, so... No. Um, going to try to change that a little no, bit. No, <laughs> I know you were not put on the planet to have must-see television uh, press conferences, but, you know, you, you traded up, you were aggressive, and then you could not have been more honest with the, with the, with, with the way that you were assessing everything. Uh, let's walk into uh, when did Trey Lance have you? Did he have you at hello? Walk me through the process of when you decided this is the kid for us. I think that's, I mean, obviously everyone wants to know that, and that's, I have a hard time not explaining the answer exactly, and then I realize to explain that will probably take me an hour, so I end up giving way too long of answers. Um, someday maybe I'll write a book on it. But, like, it's not a, just a simple, the first time you see him, it's a slam dunk yes. And that's what I was trying to explain, that when I looked at him in January, the first time I finished with the tape, I was just, I mean, I'd gone through about four games, and um, I collected a bunch of stuff and sent it over to John that night. And I was just so excited and intrigued by the stuff that you could do with him. And he looked the part in so many ways as a quarterback and then looking into the running elements. So I was kind of just enamored with all that stuff from the get-go. Um, and then when you move out to the spot we do, you got such a long process to do it the right way. So the way I felt at the beginning back in January, I'm not going to just sit there and allow myself to be set in stone. I always joke, my wife, I drive my wife crazy, but the way I buy houses – um, I think I like something, but then I tell her every single thing that's wrong about it. I tell the, the real estate agent, everybody, and then she's almost in tears thinking I hate it. And then I'm like, all right, that's the one I want. Like, How the hell did that happen? And I'm like, I'm just checking myself. And so, like, we loved him from the beginning. But then you got, you know, we we were trying to make that trade early February. So, and I think we got it done a little over a month ago. But um, for about two and a half months, I'm looking through everything and trying not to um, jump to conclusions too fast. But um, interviewing every coach, interviewing every scout, having guys come in, I'm trying to – I don't want people in our office to know which way I'm leaning because um, you can go so many, so many different directions, and they're all such good candidates. Um, but just to play out the process the way we did to where I got to know the kid after watching the tape, and that was kind of the coolest thing to where I really started to like Trey as a person, um, as a person to be the quarterback of your team, just believing in the leader he could be, um, how much he could soak in, how important it was to him. 
And I think the best thing for me was if I would have done the process the opposite way, mm. that's what I was trying to tell Peter um, this weekend. But if I would have done the kid first, I probably would have fell in love with the guy. And then I would have been like, man, do I hope this tape matches right. that. <laughs> and, and it would have. And that's kind of when you know it's the guy. I did the tape first, which I felt so good about. But, you know, he hadn't played a 2020 season. Uh, that's kind of scary. He's at a smaller school. Um, doesn't have a lot of throws on tape. Um, he's got 300 and something, but that's a lot less than everyone else. Uh, so you think of all those reasons that could make you nervous. Um, but the kid made me believe. And you go back to how you felt with what he has put on tape, and then you go with what you believe in the person. And I guess the accumulation of those two things, by the end, it was a very easy decision. So to put your analogy a little further, Kyle Shanahan, about you uh, you know, driving your wife crazy about buying a house, um, I, I, I guess trading up you know, to three overall, giving up all those assets is officially putting your house for sale. And then, then, then when did you enter escrow with Trey Lance? Um, you know, like what, were you really grinding tape after that trade, uh, up to three? Uh, yeah, you, it really doesn't stop. And that's where, you know, I've had, it goes to all positions. I've had a receiver, a D lineman, whatever it is that I'm in love with one night. And then I go watch them a week later and I can't figure out what I like so much. Or sometimes it's the opposite. You got to keep cross checking yourself. Sometimes you'll watch a, a guy who's not that good and you'll turn on a guy next and he's so much better. Sometimes your notes and stuff will inflate that guy a little bit. So you just got to keep going back and forth in that. And, but the thing that made us so confident is, you know, we, we got vacation through January, unfortunately. It means you weren't in the playoffs. <laughs> so I just went down to a little beach house where I got all my film and, I just watched quarterbacks for a month and to feel the way that I did, you know, especially about Mac and then about Trey and where we were at. And especially with what happened with Stafford and Deshaun, we knew early, Hey, we got to be aggressive to make sure we get one. Um, where is that spot? And we didn't all the others. We looked into the fourth pick. We looked into the fifth pick. The third one was that had the most chance of making a move um, a month in advance. And I truly believe if we wanted of, I think someone else is going to eventually, and that price is going to only go up. And that was a decision that we all had to make, me, John, um, Jed. And uh, once we did, we really never looked back. And, and I think what changed is the feeling of you when you go through that stuff. At 12, you see two guys on tape like, man, if either of these guys were there, I for sure would take them. And you know what? There's probably other guys, too, I would take at three. So I think there might be five. Um, I mean, not at three. There that might be five. I would take at twelve, mm-hmm. and then we get up to a spot that is high. But now I know we're for sure going to get one. And before we did that, I knew for sure that we wanted one. And so then when we got there, you're allowed to go through the whole process of falling in love with the kids, really getting to know them, and not having to tip your hand off to anyone. Because something I don't like to do is I don't like to call a lot of players and stuff. Because usually when I do, um, they'll tell their agent or they'll tell someone or. Um, and then it gets back to people, and people traded right in front of you um, when, when you're one pick away, and you lose people. It's happened to me a number of times, and I've seen that happen just in my life a bunch, and that's always your biggest fear. So I'm not going to tell anybody anything. And once we got to three, though, it didn't matter. I could call these guys. They could tell whoever they wanted. I talked to them. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's what allowed me to feel so good about it. You know, when you're going off the tape, it's just – you know, it's only half of it. It allows it allows you to believe in what they can do and stuff. But until you really get to know that guy and the whole makeup of a person, um, you know, quarterback is a different position, and it is so hard. And it's not just about the ability. 
you have to have a, an unbelievable amount of ability that isn't just in height, weight, and speed. And it, just, it isn't also just an IQ. It's in playing a game really fast in a pocket, um, having to decipher through things, being able to change your vision up and all that stuff, and being able to handle the pressure of something that no matter how good you are, there's going to be a lot of times that everyone tells you how bad you are and how can you handle that. Will that make you better or worse? And that's why, I mean, look at all the quarterbacks who have been drafted all over history. I mean, it's a crapshoot. No one totally knows. Everyone's got some pretty good ideas, but it's not. You can't just go off the tape. You've got to take the whole accumulation of everything. And that's not just a, an easy answer or a quick thing to do. 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan here on the Rich Eisen Show after the 2021 NFL draft that essentially began when, uh, when Trey Lance was taken off the board. Where does Jimmy G reside in all of this right now as you and I are talking? Um, I mean, Jimmy, one thing I love about Jimmy is our, my relationship with Jimmy's never changed. Like, Jimmy is a really, really good person. Um, who I do believe in as a guy, um, and who has been unbelievable when he's been healthy for us on the field. I mean, Jimmy's been in the league for a while, um, but he's really only had one year where he played the quarterback position throughout the whole thing. And that year, I mean, he played at an extremely high level. Um, so to sit here and just act like we don't have a guy with Jimmy is, is not the case. Um, but being here, being the head coach for four years, and just seeing how hard it's been for us when he's gone down and we haven't had him, we knew, regardless of what happened, we weren't going to go into this year like that, for right or for wrong. But that was the decision we decided. And whether it was going to be trading for one of those guys, which was going to be a bunch, or trading to move up to where we could get our own guy on a rookie contract, that, that was really the decision we were trying to compare everything to. Now, I know Jimmy's healthy right now. I do believe this situation, just with, with the way Jimmy is and his personality, I do think this will make Jimmy better. Um, having someone to push him, having someone to fire him up a little bit, I mean, Jimmy's a competitive dude. And Jimmy, with, I mean, any time, like a lot of players would have done, he could have called in and said, hey, I get it. I want you guys to trade me or uh, move me or whatever. Jimmy hasn't done that at all. He wants to come in. He wants to compete. He's been on Zooms every day. I've talked to him a bunch. and I'm excited to get both of them in here together here, I think in two weeks when the rookies are allowed to be here. And so um, is there a competition? or Because or, I know one of the many – Again, honest moments you had in your press conferences over the last month, Kyle Shanahan, was when you were talking after the trade that if this was a free agent that you were bringing in, clearly that might depose the starter right now, but you're bringing in a kid and you have the benefit of having a very successful and liked within your locker room figure. Uh, Is he your starter right now uh, into 2021? Yeah, I mean, Jimmy's definitely our starter right now. And right now there isn't competition because um, I don't believe the guy would be – I don't believe Trey would be in a position to compete. Um, Jimmy is too good of a player. Uh, he's got too good of a grasp of our offense. And he'll start out OTAs running like he's done before, and he'll be the starting quarterback. And I just see Trey coming in here, trying to learn everything, trying to learn his teammates, and we'll just see how it goes. I'm not going to sit here and say I'll never play a rookie quarterback, and I'm not going to sit here and say I will play him. It's – that, that's kind of up to him when, when he's ready to compete, which that doesn't mean he tells me. That doesn't mean I tell him, hey, we'll all see it. And I think it'll start with me, but it'll go to the coaches. It'll go to the players. And um, guys know when a guy's ready to compete with a starter. And you kind of get that vibe. And as soon as, it, as soon as it's like that, I will let them compete. But I'm not really setting a date on it because I know how hard that'll be. 
So uh, how much did your dad uh, play a role in you, you grinding tape and talking and evaluating uh, Lance? You know, word is, and I know that there was lots of word, as you heard, Mac Jones was the initial uh, thought amongst the uh, major media outlets to be your choice. Um, how much was your dad involved in all of this? Um, my dad was involved the same way he is every offseason, um, which is I – you know, I bet every coach talks to their parents a little bit yes. and they give their opinions. Um, my 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 dad actually his opinion I think is pretty good, so I think I might listen to it or take it in a little bit more than most <laughs> yes. people. Um, but that's really about it. Whether it's a quarterback or anything, it's, that's what I was saying in my press conference. The the whole um, that this is a Shanahan's decision. It's it's somewhat comical. I mean, I kind of laugh at it a little bit, but then. I feel bad that that's insulting to other people in our building because that isn't the case. My dad, I think everyone here loves when my dad comes. He um, comes for a few weeks every April, um, does the same thing in the draft every year, just sits in there with us, watches it, um, rarely talks. When people ask him questions, he'll answer. Um, but I love having him around. It's really cool to be able to watch tape with your dad, someone who um, got out of football a little bit early, I think, who still mind works and still loves to look at it. I mean, with the way technology is right now, I mean, my dad loves watching all our practices. He watches the individual stuff. It's, I, I won't get around to some of the more boring stuff, and he'll call me a month later and be like, hey, did you see that drill that Chris Eric did in D-Lineman play? And I'm like, Dad, why aren't you at the beach? Like, why the hell are you watching D-Line individual drill right now? It. And it's, he enjoys it. And um, I think it's pretty cool for him, pretty cool for me, and something I'll never – um, stop doing as long as he wants to do it. Well, the reason why I knew that you really like Trey Lance is you didn't choose another quarterback in the fourth round, Kyle. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I saw that's, that. That's so funny with that stuff, too, because <laughs> back to that story, I remember, um, you know, we were taking RG3. Kirk was the guy I had ranked as the highest guy that um, before we made that trade, I thought we, I wanted to take him in the second round. And before we, my dad loved Russell Wilson. And he planned on taking Russell in the fourth. No way. Um, and then when we took uh, Robert, he told me all along if Russell was there in the fourth, he was going to take him. And then Russell, I don't know if he went in the third or the fourth, but he went before. So I thought that was gone. And then we were sitting there on the clock. My dad goes, I'm going to take Cousins. And I was like, Dad, why the hell are you taking Cousins? We're going, we're going this direction. And he's like, because you had him ranked so high. We love him as a player, and Russell's not there. And I was like, hey, I'm not going to say no to that. Go ahead and take him. But um, I think that ended up being a good decision. But you don't always get out of, get to come out and explain exactly why you did it. Well, uh, before I let you go, one other hot uh, rumor that was out there, if you wouldn't mind uh, addressing, uh, is that you know, and 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 the difficulty of asking this question is I don't want it at all to be viewed as Lance isn't your guy in any way, shape, or form. But because I loved him when I spoke to him last Tuesday, Trey Lance, I was calling all my Niner friends saying, "I hope this is who they choose for you," because I I just thought he, the world of him, and I do. Uh, is it any truth that you you called the Packers upon hearing these rumors about Aaron Rodgers to see if that could work out potentially? Yeah, the exact truth is um, I don't want to wake up the next day on Friday and see Aaron Rodgers, um, one of the best quarterbacks in this league, traded without doing any due diligence on it. So I just called Matt and asked him if there was anything to it. And Matt told me I'd be wasting my time if, if um, we had Lynch call. And so – Lynch did not call anyone the next day. But, yes, I did reach out to Matt the night before and asked him if, it was, hey, man, I don't want to wake up the next day and see that Aaron was traded for something. I didn't at least look into it. 
And so that's what I did with Matt, and he gave me a very quick answer. So <laughs> I, I didn't even tell John to call Goody. Um, so I think that was, worked out, I guess. We were happy to get our guy, and hopefully it'll work out for them. Kyle Shanahan, before I let you go, I just wanted to say I've enjoyed watching you uh, be the HC in San Francisco and, you know, uh, your press conferences, like I said, I really enjoyed. And I'm just thrilled that both of us are alive here on a Monday uh, to be here together um, to to have this conversation. Because, you know, from what I hear, you never know. You know what I mean? You never know. I was A lot of people were nervous, I know. But that's where that's when you get in trouble, when you speak the truth too much. Sometimes you let your true personality out a little too much. And I kind of did that right there. So I'm trying not to do that again. I had to return so many texts on Sunday saying I was still alive. <laughs> <laughs> Who texted you? Give me some. It's got to be Kittle, right? Kittle definitely is well, one yeah, of them. Yeah, right? Kittle, Kittle does it nonstop. Most of it was all my high school friends and stuff like that just messing with me, saying I'm never going to hear the end of this. Which <laughs> I probably won't, um, but I've, I've had to deal with worse. So how many, I was about to say, you know, normally I say after, you know, a big moment, how many people did you hear from? So how many people did you hear from on Sunday saying I'm alive today? You know, don't have to check in with me. Give me a number. Uh, probably about 25. That's impressive. Um, yeah, from family members, friends, couple players, couple coaches. Um, I think everyone's been waiting to mess with me a lot but on, <laughs> on Sunday. But I got so much on Friday and on Saturday that most of the people were done. It was old news by Sunday. Coach, I know how uh, coaches, certainly uh, successful ones, love to, to get back grinding right after a draft. I appreciate the 15 minutes after such an important draft for you, um, and uh, I hope this is a, a regularity. I, I enjoyed chatting with you. Thank you for the call. No problem, Rich. Enjoy it, too. Talk Th- to you later, thanks, man. Thanks. Kyle Shanahan, San Francisco 49ers head coach, right here on the Rich Eisen Show. You got a call. Is Aaron available? Like, I, again... Hey, just real quick, is, I, I, is Aaron available? But, and I appreciate him being honest about yeah. it because so many people are, hey, Trey, you were choice B. You were third overall, but choice B. We're all choice B, you know, if if Aaron's available. <laughs> right. Matt LaFleur, he was quick answer. There's no doubt there had to be some sort of curse word in it. Like, are you effing kidding me? Hang the phone up. Don't even try. Get out of here. Get, get out of here with that. Because, you know, they, you know, the LaFleurs and Shanahan, those those are, they're tight. In my corner of the world, it's called Mishpuka. You're all, you, this oh. is, yes, these are all, you know, you're tight. Don't even, you don't even know how to spell it. Don't even Google yeah, it. I was just going to say. They're family, <laughs> you know, and Goody, you know, I mean, they, they all know each other. They all M-I-S-H-P-O-C-H-A. know each other. M-I-S-H-P-O-C-H-A. Okay. And you want to describe what that is? Uh, the entire family network of relatives by blood or marriage, sometimes close friends. Right. They're all mishpuka, and they all hear. I'm telling you, when I was at the draft, the amount of I heard in my ear, chatter, 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 chatter. And the fact that somebody would then call Schefter and say, this is the MS truth. And then Schefter, hours before the draft, here's the deal. Boom. Tick, tick, boom. And I'm telling you, there's no way Shanahan made that call after hearing about it about Schefter on Thursday. No shot. It was before. It's out there, man. It's out there. Had to give it a whirl. And Trey Lance, man, don't forget, they made that deal. They made that trade after Trey's first pro day. Uh, I think that that, that was that. 
But they grind tape. That's what they do. He gets a house, what, down in, um, in Southern California and grind tape. Out comes Trey Lance. They are going to love him. Oh, man, I'm so high on this guy. Jed York tomorrow, CEO of the San Francisco 49ers. When we come back, we'll just check in for a little bit quick news with Chris Brockman, and I'll tell you some stories from my Run Rich Run with eight goats that we did a couple of Saturdays ago. I've been sitting on these stories for a couple of weeks. That's coming up. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices make sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed We've never done this, Mike. Are you ready to do this? You told I'm him excited. about yes. No, you told him about how you you are the Bill Walsh of audio executives. Exactly. You yeah. can't screw these up, okay? Yes. Okay. You one at a time. Yeah, right? Here we go. Yep. One at a time. Your favorite catchphrase from the original Predator. Go ahead. Here's one. If you bleed, we can kill it. All right. That's number one. Here's number two. Okay. Get to the chopper. Okay. Hear them. Yes. I'm just you can't hear them. So what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna. I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm doing this blindfolded. Wait a minute. The sound. Wait a minute. No, Did Bill Walsh cannot have the volume up? <laughs> Did the Bill Walsh of sound engineers not have the volume up for the segment? Oh my God. Oh we can boy. Kill it. This is not bode well. Can you? Go, do, oh. <laughs> There's a method to his madness. Do you want to try one more time now? Yes. Okay. Go. go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, man. Here he is. We can kill it. Okay, if it bleeds, you can bleeds, kill it. We can kill it. Okay, here's the next one. Get to the chopper! To the chopper. Mm-hmm. 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 And here's the other one. One ugly mother... Okay, there's that one. Okay. Start bench cut. All right, get to the chopper. It's cut. Because it's only an incidental line, and the only reason we remember it is because he's Austrian. If any other actor on the history of the planet... And by the history of the planet, I mean the States. Sure. <laughs> 
because it's 1987, right? So the only country that exists is the United States of America. Sure. If anybody else said, get to the choppers, it wouldn't have been a line. It wouldn't have been a line. It's only because because he's Austrian. Cut. Cut. It's superfluous. Wow. We're going to bench. We're going to bench. Um, uh, you are one ugly, ugly MF. Because I have to be a comedian. I have to be a comedian of integrity who works from the highest point of intelligence. <laughs> we only like that because we were all 16 and he swore. So what you're going to do is you're going to start. If it bleeds, we can kill it. Because it because it's a succinct line. It furthers the plot, and it's done in a very naturalistic way. If it bleeds. We can kill it. Very well done. That's mm-hmm. just all right. There we go, that's, guys. Now, that's, what a talk. Now, for everybody else who comes in here on the Rich Eisen that's show, we're going to show I'm them. Setting the bar you know, here. We're, we're going to show them this start bench cut because you have raised the bar, Keegan. Setting Michael the bar King. right here. We're going to edit out Del Tufo messing up the audio. We're going to edit that can out. Can you edit that, edit that out? out? No, it, it, it's, it's too good. Perfect. <laughs> it wasn't perfect. <laughs> that's why you need your own show, Mike. Yes. Although, what will we do? What will we do? Without Mike Del Tufo, everybody. I'd still, I, I'd come in. Oh, okay. You, you'd cameo here? I'd cameo. Special guest star? Special guest star, <laughs> Mike Del Tufo. Who's going to like fill in for him on his own show when he doesn't come, though? Good question. Uh, that's true. That's Good question. question. Uh, Four days last it. week. I Get only me. say this, Rich, because I sit here as the Cal Ripken Jr., as the Ghostface Killer, as the Tony Stark, as the Iron Man of the Rich Eisen Show. That's the dulcet know. tones of T.J. Jefferson. You want a wall back here? Show to our radio affiliates. I should, affiliates. I should have a consecutive Price show. Price is right this. tomorrow, by the way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, may the fourth be with you. May the fourth. All right. I know. Can we? We can't still talk about it tomorrow because it'll be. It'll already have aired on the East Coast when we go on the air. But not on the West Coast, right? Is it? I, uh, yeah. 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 Oh, so How I don't are we know. Come on. We have a spoiler alert for our own show. Yeah, because we'll know. I would say because people oh. are going to tweet us from the East. Coast. Yeah. No one's going to care, guys. Stop. I'm well, you're care. Well, Nobody you're, cares. Well, you're First off, your mind. That's crazy. Nobody people cares. definitely care. <laughs> I mean, people will care. I care. That sounds kind of crazy. People aren't going to care. Come people on. are going to call in and talk yeah. about your performance mm. before I, we have even seen it. I, I absolutely your new do not think that that's going to happen. Let's go to Chris in Athens, Georgia, here on the Rich Island Show. What's up, Chris? I, I think that uh, Mike Mayock deserves an extension after the uh, maneuver he pulled at the top of the draft. He did what I'm, I'm calling the strangers on a train crisscross. Okay. Watch as I draft my first round player in yes. the second round, right. and my second round player, player in the, the first. first round. Right. That's what made. He nailed it. That's that's he what nailed it. That's what D- D- Daniel Jeremiah, our first hour guest. That's what DJ told him when he joined us on Saturday. He goes, I, you know, you took your, you took my the guy I would have taken in the first and the second, and the guy in, who I would have taken in the second and the first. So it doesn't really matter. It's a wash. That's and the it crisscross. Was, it was mandatory because Gruden wanted that fifth year option on his tackle. Probably. And um, I. I have to thank Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. Uh, Mayock knows how to work the draft. He knew the price was 121 to go to 43, and he had to get ahead of the Cowboys. He knows how to work the draft. Watching his press conference Friday night, I'm like, dang, man, he's, a, he's yeah. back there with his science. You know, like, he's got the chalkboard out and you know, his slide rule. I mean, he knew what he was doing, and he gambled, and he won, and he got married. It was a, a tale of... Two draft nights. Uh, Raiders fans were so bummed, and then we were so excited. You know got what? I, I got to tell you because you know, I, and and um, I, we we just we we need to see what the core uh, the amount of rumors I was hearing about the quarterback too. That if 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 Lance began to drop, 
you know, that they would have been involved in that, but the Niners obviously would never have let that happen. Um, yeah, they the just got it. We just got it. Brilliant. You know, again, Derek Dude. Carr was not the reason why that team couldn't finish games last year. They just couldn't finish games. They couldn't finish games and they couldn't finish the season. They had just, you know, and we just need to see a better defense on a field for the Las Vegas Raiders. And, and, and Mayock kind of admitted that um, when he joined us on Saturday, too. You know, that weren't very yeah. good on defense, was the way that he put it. You know, Gus and Bradley's coming in, kid, and we'll see what happens. The Pittsburgh kid was a Mayock pick, too, and he, mark my words, he'll play before the end of the season. Okay. He's a lunch pail kid. He, watch for him. Your, your words are marked. You know, as you know, we're on in Vegas every day, Raider Nation Radio. So, Speaking of Las Vegas, Rich, 2022 NFL draft dates have been set. Oh, baby. April 28th to the 30th. Ocean's 14. Here we go. Let's go. I already told, I already told Charlie Hook, the King of Spring, that we should do a uh, promo of the entire NFL Network crew staring at the Bellagio fountains with the music. Charlie told me something interesting. I think they already got Sinatra cleared for next year. Oh, I mean, you have to. That might not be true. Yeah. I don't know if I'm telling mm-hmm. some... Uh, that's uh, big bucks. Ain't that a... Ooh, that's what I think. I don't know if wow. he's messing with me. He could have been messing with me. Dean and Sinatra. Could have been Sammy. messing with me. Man, uh, big game tonight yeah. in the association, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we didn't talk. We've been obviously very NFL draft heavy. Lakers losing to the Raptors. You know, I was paying attention to that Lakers. game because Cooper... My ten-year-old was locked into a uh, a battle for the two-week-long semifinal in his fantasy oh. league with uh, with his cousin, my nephew Lee, my brother's oldest son. Nice, you know, ten-year-old and a man in his mid-twenties going at it, <laughs> texting each other is like fantasy. You know, uh, he had he had um, Lee had McCollum and um, another guy on the on the Blazers going against Tatum. And everyone was throwing the ball in the ocean last night in um, in Boston. That was a hell of a game. And the Blazers Sixth. have won four in a row, and they're tied with the Lakers, who are not going to have LeBron tonight, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so LeBron's out back-to-back tonight against Denver. He's out. Admitted he came back uh, too early on the sore ankle. So, And then the big thing to come out of last night, LeBron hating on the play-in game because it looks like the Lakers might make it. Yeah. Whoever came up with this bleep needs to be fired. <laughs> This is quote. Well, he and Luca not not happy about it. Talk to your uh, players association because I think that that all has to be agreed upon, doesn't it? And wasn't it the commissioner's idea? <laughs> so, well, I mean, we saw it last year. It was kind of fun in the bubble. It definitely worked. We saw it. Yeah, yeah. it worked. You know, we're all He's be just honest. pissed that they're going to be in it and well, they're going to lose in the first round. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean easy, what are they going to take on a sp- they're, they're, I assume there's seven. I don't have it in front of me. Right? No, there's six, six, right? six. No, I know that, but I assume if they get into it, it's seven. Oh, they can't right. fall as far as eight, right? I mean, unless they yeah, lose yeah, out. They yeah, have a really hard schedule. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. so that means all they have to do is win once. When you're the seven, you need to be beaten twice in order to be eliminated. Correct. Right. Yeah. So when you're seven, all you got to do is beat the Spurs once? Unless it's the Pelicans, unless which is the, which makes it a big game tonight with... Yeah. With uh, the Warriors, Curry has just been so phenomenal. Curry should be MVP. It's like, let's be honest. So, Curry, it's the Warriors versus the Pelicans, tonight, which is a big uh, one. Tonight. Grizzlies are just being overlooked. And the Blazers might get themselves out of the uh, the seventh spot because, they once again, they finish strong, don't they? How about that? Blazers. Nice win for your Sixers last night, too. Uh, T.J. Jefferson. I mean, back in first place. Great right now. game between Durant and uh, Giannis. That was good, right? So um, 
want to thank my guests today, Daniel Jeremiah, Ian Rappaport, Kyle Shanahan, and um, just say here on on my show, thank you to everyone at NFL Network and the eight donors and the eight NFL legends and everyone in the NFL front office. I'm, I'm kind of shorthanding it. You know, I gave a much longer list of thank yous on NFL Network, and you could see that on the Rich Eisen Show YouTube page, the whole 15-minute segment of Run Rich Run that aired on Saturday. And um, if you missed it, check it out. Michael Vrick ran a 4.72 at age 4.0. He's age 4 flat, and he ran a 4.7. And he pulled a hamstring right around a right around the 25-yard line. And I'll say this, when they all ran, Terrell Davis, Rod Woodson, Jerry Rice, Chris Carter, Michael Vick, Torrey Holt, Ray Lewis, who won with Mark Lurie, new owner of the Timberwolves, and Eric Metcalf, they all tried, man, all of them. And Rod was running. He didn't want to run in the shoes that were given to the uh, legends because it was new out of the box. He wanted to run in his shoes. It was his first 40 that he ran since 1987. You know, he's got bad knees. So... The fact that he ran, Chris Carter looked terrific. He had a nice 40 that I'm going to post later on today. Um, it looks so fun. Ray ran like almost five flat, same with Terrell Davis. Every last one of them, when it looked like I wanted them to run again, they were starting to look at me like, you're out of your mind. <laughs> really? Because this was thrown together mm-hmm. last minute, kind of, well, last month. Started in February and March and April. So anybody who's asking, you, why didn't you get Daryl Green? We asked. He just couldn't make it. And, you know, some of the donors were kind enough to lend their transportation to pick <laughs> some of the players up to bring them to Los Angeles. They said lifts? It was great. <laughs> Again, they did more than just donate to St. Jude. They donated their time and their resources, yeah, yeah. and the players donated their time and hamstrings. In the case of, of Michael, like right around 25, 27 yards. He went, and I'm like, oh, boy, he let up. And then I look down at my watch, and it's 4-7 and change. And I'm like, holy crap. (laughs) He might have done a 4 So they all were saying to me as we're leaving, next year, next year, you got, we're going to train. We'll do it again Mm -hmm. next year. And then Ray Lewis looks at me, and he says to me, you got to train too. I'm like, oh, boy. Oh, it starts again. (laughs) I know. Now I know what a raven feels like or felt like. Yeah, I mean, I dropped some weight. I cut some weight. Yeah, but no two-week cleanse, Rich. Like, no, like, talking, no, 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 no. We're talking about like a month's yeah, long like months. Yeah. No, I know, yeah, yeah. because this thing, you know, has gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. Right now, anybody can go to NFL.com slash auction and uh, bid on every single per- NFL legend who ran, signed the cleats and the box from Nike. So you can bid on every single legend. At NFL.com slash auction. You could still go to NFL.com slash run rich run and donate. As of right now, let me get the refresh right here. The number is is really mind-boggling and it's very moving. Uh, the number as it currently stands as we are signing off on this edition of the Rich Eisen show the Monday after the draft, 1.758 million oh, wow. in change. Ooh, and all of it goes to getting sick kids better and making sure the families at St. Jude never see a bill for anything. So I thank everybody out there. Truly. Michael Vick, who ran that 4-7, is on tomorrow's edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Nice. So we've got a lot planned for tomorrow's show. Don't miss it. For everybody right here on this show, it's good to see everyone again. 
Thanks again to Daniel Jeremiah, Ian Rappaport, and Kyle Shanahan. We will see everybody on the radio on Tuesday. And for those watching on Peacock, don't go anywhere. We'll send you to Brother from Another right after this.